everyone and welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Allison Aletha, and we have got a lot to talk about today. Of course, it is Age of Calamity weekend, and now week. Al, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. I, I'll tell you what, I've been playing a lot of this game. Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I've been playing this weekend, but I haven't actually got to play as much as I wanted to, but uh, I, I've got to play a bunch too, and I'm really excited to kind of talk about some initial impressions today that we uh, that we had about this video game, and uh, you know, there's a there's a lot to there's a lot to cover and a lot of ground to cover, and uh, I'm just I'm really excited to to like see where everything goes because as of right now well i guess let's let's take a step back al where are you in the story in in terms of like what chapter are you on um i stopped right when i got to chapter four and i'm i'm sure i'll talk about this a little bit later but it's kind of a lot it's like a lot to process so i needed to take a break (laughs) okay okay you're a little bit ahead of me i just got to chapter three and we're gonna we're going to be covering today all of Chapter 2, and I think it's the first mission of Chapter 3. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think so. That sounds that sounds about right. <laughs> so that's basically where, where I've ended off. I'm doing a few um, side pieces uh, around that as well, but uh, we're going to be we're going to be talking extensively about Chapter 2, the first mission of Chapter 3. So consider this. A spoiler warning if you don't want to get spoiled on the story. Um, come back later and listen to this and tell us if you agree with our thoughts or not and, and whatever. But uh, we're, we're going to be diving right into that. And we're going we're gonna to present our, our initial thoughts here. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm fired up. I feel like I have a bunch of different things that like I want to talk about. And uh you know, like lots, lots going on. I will say this just as a blanket statement, maybe to, to anyone that's listening that doesn't want to get spoiled before, you know, before they go. Um, as a blanket statement, I will say that I'm enjoying this game a lot. I think that it's much better than the first Hyrule Warriors, which I didn't really connect with at all. Uh, I'm having a good time. The, the The gameplay to me is probably the worst part, but it's still fun enough and it's not like it's not hard enough it's simple combos so i'm having a good time with that and i i think that like you know before every level you get a cutscene and then you get one after and to me that's like really the selling point of like you know that's what's driving me is like it's fun to play but it's it's the reward is is once you beat the level and you get the cutscene after so as a blanket statement to anybody out there that is uh, is on the fence about age of calamity i'm having a really fun time and uh, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. And Al, I'm sure that you're loving it. Yeah, I I'm 100% in love with this game already, and it's insane. Like we're just gonna be talking about chapter two today, but it's gonna fill our whole hour because there's just so much to unpack in just this one chapter. And I don't know how many chapters there are. I've been avoiding spoilers myself. So like the fact that there was just so much in this one portion of the game, I know that I still have so much to look forward to. Yeah, I think I heard Locke say that he was on chapter six at one point. He, yeah, he said that yesterday, and like the game had been out for twenty four hours. And I was he's just already like, finished were, it. He's an animal. I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, that guy, you know, he's also playing on like very hard as well. Yeah, he is. 
that's just a yeah, lock thing I, to do. I can't. I could never do that. I am. I'm like not very good at this game as it is, and I'm on medium. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I shout out to Lock. Uh, the the Hyrule Warriors. What is he at? A world record in in Hyrule Warriors or something like that? Um, speed run. Yeah, like speed running the original Hyrule Warriors. Um, or maybe the definitive edition because there wasn't anybody on that category yet. But I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah, him and Kevin have a world record. Well, shout out to uh, to those two, and and may their record last forever. Um, but yeah, so just to reiterate, uh, we are going to be talking in depth about chapter two and the first opening a little bit of chapter three. So if you have not, for whatever reason, played up to that point, this is your last opportunity to turn back. We're going to be talking spoilers, such as they are. I don't think there's anything too drastic yet, but you know. Some people want to go in completely blind, and I totally respect that. So, this is your you know this is your last chance to to turn back, and to uh, to come back later. Bookmark this. Come back and listen later after you finish that. Um, so, last warning. This is a spoiler warning. Still there? Okay, awesome. Uh, for all of you guys that are still here, let's let's get right into it. And uh, I guess Allison, we should talk about the playable characters that we get in uh in chapter two and chapter three um you know we did our our coverage of the demo we talked about impa we talked about zelda we talked about link um and we could touch on we could touch on the three of them briefly i guess too but i'm i'm really excited to talk about what we think of each of the champions but you know maybe maybe before we get there let's let's pay some homage to the original three that we already talked about i will say that um link is like my go-to like when i when i'm going into a battle and like i'm not sure if i'm gonna win or not i always take link because his moveset is so like it's so simple but it's so reliable and yeah. i feel like i'm the best with link so i really do appreciate his moveset and al i just found out that you can equip a different weapon so i <laughs> equipped a spear yeah. and it completely changed his moveset i had no idea i was like flabbergasted at this um have you not been doing the side uh training quests I I have and I I just unlocked uh, the spear one and the two handed weapon one. Yeah, but I, I, I can't say... find a two handed weapon. Oh yeah, I think it's in later portions. Like later, um, the more side quests you do, like the side um, things for each character, the more weapons you're gonna get, especially for Link and his variety. But yeah, I was gonna say those are the those are what introduced me to using the spear and the two handed weapons. Yeah, you know, and I've I've been doing. Like every side quest that I can, um, uh, yeah. I've I've not been doing just the story missions like I know some people have. I've been doing everything, and yeah, I cannot come across a two-handed weapon to save my life. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, I I'd say just keep trying. Um. Uh. Maybe even going back and doing a couple of those side missions. Yeah. Well, uh, I got some wicked combos, anyways, for my two-handed weapon. Whenever I do eventually <laughs> yeah. acquire one. I thought that maybe the mop would constitute as a two-handed weapon since, like, you you know, you got to grab that mop. It's a big, long broom. Yeah. Um, I guess not. I Yeah. I didn't keep my mop. I sold it. <laughs> oh. I, I kept one mop just because I thought it was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I don't have any two-handed weapons yet, but uh, I, I do love playing as Link. Um, it feels like he's just, like, you know, Steady Eddie, the reliable guy that you can count on in a pinch. He's probably, like, 
his simplicity makes him really like a good character for me. You know, I'm not very good at this game. There's still, I feel like I'm mashing half the time when I'm playing. So he's good for that. I feel like. Um, yeah, I agree. Link is my, my number one and I have a number two also, and we'll get into that with the champions, but, um, I appreciate Impa. Um, I've mostly only been using her for her specific training, uh, side quests though. So like I, I've gotten pretty good at her character and her move sets, but I also just prefer Link because like you said, he's so simple. His move sets are pretty easy and, but they do so much damage and you can plow through some enemies really quickly with him. And plus, you know, he's the main guy, he's the hero. So like, it's kind of fun to play the game as the hero. I would say, I would say that Zelda is probably one of my least, I have, I have like three that I use the least amount and Zelda is one of them. Okay. Um, before we move on from Link, I do want to talk about one thing quickly and that is all of his uniforms and his outfits and stuff like that. Um, there, there's no stat difference between everything that you're wearing, right? I don't think Uh, Like, is there? I don't... I don't think so either. I feel like there isn't. Um, my problem has been, like, you only get one piece and I like to be matching. Yeah. So, (laughs) I've kind of kept the knight's armor on for a while because I'm matching. Um, well, I just got the, the Hylian trousers and the hood and the tunic, so I've got that on. Um, I dyed it black, so I'm a bad boy running around Hyrule. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I was excited to get that because I I don't really like the knight's armor. I forgot about the dyeing shop. I'm gonna have to try that. But yeah, when I got the Hylian uh, stuff, I also put it on. But like I said, like they give you they give you all these cool armor pieces, but only like one. So if you put one on, you're not you're just all over the place. Yeah, and it looks goofy, and I don't like that. So yeah, <laughs> I'm oh, sure looks... some people have fun with it. <laughs> I don't know. I those the type of people that that wear the snow pants with like the the Gerudo desert wear. I I don't know. I don't know. Those those are sick people. I think <laughs> they're um, very but I guess they're, they're probably out there. Of clothing. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Well, let's let's talk about uh, really really quickly talk about Impa and Zelda. So you you haven't been using Zelda a whole lot. Not a whole lot. I've used her for her specific training missions to get her leveled up, but she's honestly one of the characters that I use, like, that I train in the training grounds so that I don't yeah. have to play her that much. It's not It's not because I don't like her and I don't think her moveset is unique. And I will say that she's grown on me with this game. It's just that her, I feel like she, it's very erratic, her moveset, and I just don't care for that. I feel like I know what I'm doing when I play as Link or Impa, whereas Zelda, I'm like, I don't know which rune I'm using at this time because she just goes all over the place. Yeah, you know what? I can I can feel that. And to, to a certain extent, I actually feel the same way about Impa, where I'm just like, I know that I'm doing a bunch of stuff, but like I don't know how I'm doing it. And <laughs> I feel like that's just me with warriors in general. Yeah. Which, is, which I'm kind of okay with, but like... One thing that I realized with, um, like, with Zelda and then some of the champions as well is, like, so when you play with Link as your kind of base character, when you press R, he just fires off some arrows. And I'm like, okay, so, like, there's three attack buttons, like, Y, X, and R. And R isn't really, like, an attack button per se, like, because, you know, different characters use it in different ways. Like, Urbosa will charge, um, Rivaldi will use his Gale. So, like, I kind of got to, to thinking that, like, the R was like the strongest attack button and it's not, that's not really the case. So it, uh, it's definitely a, kind of a weird learning curve. And I feel like Zelda really exemplifies that. Cause like you, 
you use the ruins that you have as your as your attacks, but then like you press R when they're by enemies to like blow them up or whatever. Yeah. So it was kind of a weird curve, I thought. Yeah, it kind of feels like it's an enhancement of the character's original abilities because I think I don't remember what Mifa does, but Druk is kind of similar in Zelda in a way where he blows up magma, kind of like you know Zelda. Th- sends a bomb yeah. towards their enemies and she could blow it up. So it's like an enhancement of what they already do, basically. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's talk about uh, some of the new champion playable characters. Of course, we knew that they were going to be playable, yes. but none of us had had an opportunity to get our hands on them. Um, Al, I'll let you pick which one that you want to start with. Ooh. Okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> which, which one did you do first? How about I that? went with Raleigh first. I was most did, I, I did too. And you yeah, know I what? He's my second favorite character. Link and Ravali are like my top team right now. I freaking love nice. Ravali. And I think he is worth everything he hypes himself up to be, except for when he's a jerk to Link. But other than that, I think he totally deserves to be as arrogant as he is. Him and Link are pretty, like, same tier warrior level in my opinion. It, Rivali, I think, is, is also one of my favorites. He's really, really good. He was the first one that I uh, I did and I unlocked as well. Um, I, yeah, he's he's really good and he can, like... I appreciate that, like, he seems to attack, like, a wider variety of yeah. enemies. Like, his attacks have, like, a wide hitbox. Yeah. Um, he moves super fast, which I really appreciate. And, yeah, I, I think that, like, Rivali's Gale seems like... It's so wicked, like, when you're... Uh, when you're just in the air because it almost feels like nobody can even touch you so like you're just free to just like destroy people on the on the bottom level i like Rivoli a lot yeah it's and it's cool too because he has like two move sets he's got his grounded move set and then he's got the one where you use Rivoli's gale and you're up in the air and he has no limit on his airtime, which is something that i thought at first was odd because i'm like they have to limit you to this like great ability somehow but they really don't and i i love it you could do different combos with him in the air and yeah he has a huge like wide range so what i like to do is i go through with link until i kind of get to the end before i fight like a boss or something and then i go back through with Ravali to pick up any last <laughs> enemies because i like to get all the trophies i can get but yeah he's like right. my cleanup guy i freaking love him yeah, he. I mean, he's really awesome in this game, and he uh, he has some like badass uh, animations when like he he has his like charge attack powered up, or like when you're doing the weak smash. His mm-hmm. his is I think my second favorite. Uh, you could probably guess my first, but yeah, I, I love I love his attacks. They really, he does some like serious serious damage. Um, and yeah, I just I, the thing I like about him the most is just like movement because. The some of the other ones they don't feel as fluid to me, and like especially like when you're moving and you like press X and you do like your moving attack. Aside from Link's shield surfing, I I feel like his is the smoothest, which I yeah. appreciate. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. He definitely I don't and I also like on top of you know them being a playable character, I wanted to kind of talk about us connecting to the champions more because that was a huge deal for both you and me coming into this game because that wasn't something we got in breath of the wild and while i still don't know a lot about Rivali, like you still get to see a lot of his character and how he interacts with everybody he's still a jerk like i kind of wish he would get over it but he's not gonna 
But oh, he's a he's a bigger jerk in Age of Calamity than he, he is. Well, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I really liked you for a hot second there. <laughs> you know, I think it's because I think it's because he's never been matched before, and now Link here comes Link, and he's like, oh my god, this kid matches me, and I'm he's he's either well, he's probably definitely jealous, but also like, yeah. how do I? I've never been beat before. How do I be as good, if not better, than this kid? And it, it kind of comes out the wrong way. That's no excuse. Yeah. He's still a jerk, but... <laughs> oh, he's, he's a jerk. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we can... You know, I kind of feel, just by virtue of, like, playing as the character, you get to know them a little bit more, and, like, you, you kind of connect with them a little bit more. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so, yeah, I... I guess we'll we'll kind of mix uh, storyline into just talking about the individual characters here. Because, like, we don't really have a ton of story so far at this point. Chapter 2, opening of Chapter 3 in the game. But, like, we do see moments and, um, you know, you see, like, you see them connected. Or you see them talking with the other champions and stuff like that. And, like, I, I kind of appreciated how, like all of the other champions too were just like, Oh my God, get over it. And like, be quiet and stop yeah. being such a jerk. Like particularly when, when Rivali was about to board, uh, Vomito and Urbos is just like, shut up. <laughs> like She's I appreciated like, that. So... It made, it made me love both of them more. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I was so overhearing your, like hearing you talk, but yeah, I, you get to know him a little bit better. I still feel like there's stuff, there's like deeper stuff that we could know, but I, I, I don't know yet. There's still so much of the game we haven't witnessed yet. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, so yeah, Rivali is definitely doing it for me. Um, let's let's go to the one that I went to second. I went over to Zora's domain and I unlocked Mifa second. Okay, and. I, I feel like you might not like Mifa, but I like Mifa a lot, actually. And once I kind of figured out her her gimmick, I guess, um, it really helped me kind of maximize Mifa. And she's one of my, my stronger characters, actually. So she has the the trident, which is, which is awesome because it's a long weapon. And one thing that I think is actually pretty cool is, like, when you do the strong attack, you, you'll also create those little, like, um, water, like the little geesters or whatever and she can like if you just spam the r button she'll like do diving attacks and go up and down and up and down like eventually there's like this big like cyclone or whatever that comes up um i once i kind of got the hang of that she she turned into like one of my more favorite characters to play as actually um yeah it did take me a second to get used to it too i did mifa third and which is funny because of all the champions she's my third favorite to play as I, it did take me a minute. At first, I was like, oh, I don't really like this. It's not as smooth as Rivali. It's kind of choppy. But um, but then, yeah, when I got used to the geysers and using the geyser to, like, kind of, you know, zoom towards enemies and jump up and, like, do aerial attacks with her, I did really like that. Like, she's definitely, um, she's definitely a good fighter, like, a good warrior and that kind of thing. It's just that, I don't know, I... Maybe I need to play more as her and get more used to her controls and stuff, but I just felt like it wasn't as smooth as I like it with Link and Rivali. Yeah, I, I could see that. I, I actually think that aside from Link and Rivali, she, like, fluidly, she moves, I would say, just behind them. Where, like, because eventually she'll start, like, swimming in the air, yeah. which is kind of weird, but, like, whatever. So, like, <laughs> I feel like that actually moves at, like, a decent clip and, like, 
she can be she's another fast character she's not um she's not big and plotting and i feel like the other two champions are, are definitely noticeably slower um so yeah i i, I like mifa i mean i just like the faster playable characters in general i think is is my style uh-huh. but um i liked her a lot and i did like her uh some of her cutscenes in the uh in the game i thought were were like interesting because it almost they almost build up her and zelda as like friends and maybe it was just me but i always thought that there was kind of an underlying tension between them in breath of the wild particularly in the champions ballad memories but like you kind of see them exchanging like knowing looks when they're in korok forest or like just i don't know maybe maybe i was again kind of looking into nothing but um i i did enjoy like seeing mifa scenes in this game and, sh- and she's kind of the first one to suggest that maybe link is the you know the hero that they've been looking for which i also thought was appropriate so yeah i'm, I'm enjoying her story so far and also uh it was it was wicked to see baby sidon back oh yeah baby sidon yeah he was cute um i i agree i do like seeing more of mifa and getting to know her character a little bit better it's kind of funny. She's like this really odd mix of like stern. She's the princess. She's a warrior and she's like stern. But at the same time, she's just kind of like still shy and still like unsure. Yeah. <laughs> but she wants to be better. So I really appreciate that about her. Um, I did yeah. like I did like seeing her and Link together on the bridge and how she's like seeing him for the first time in a long time. And he does seem very close to her. And so that like he not only on that bridge but there was a part where she was looking at him uh later on and kind of walks over to her and she's like oh no 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 like freaks out because he's coming over to him um but i also really like her connection with daru because like she's asking i, him I was for gonna help. say that yeah yeah she's like yeah. i really want to become a stronger warrior i really want to protect my people her her people are obviously first she wants to work alongside link and she wants to save hyrule those are her three priorities so she's going to ask this this giant dude, rock dude, and she's like, can you please help me train? And he's all over it. And I just thought that was really cool and, like, really brave of her. I, I just liked seeing interaction between two champions where, like, it didn't involve Zelda, it didn't involve Link. It was just, like, it was a moment between those two. And I think that that is just, like, dearly lacking in Breath of the Wild yeah. and the Champions Ballad. Um, yeah. Because, like, you, you basically... And, and it's, you know, by nature of the way that the memories are set up, like, you see them from Link's perspective, and you see them from Zelda's perspective, and they're always there. So, like, you just never get to see them being themselves with other, you know what I mean? Like, it was really nice to see, I thought. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. And I, I'm eager to see if there will be more connections like that in the future. And um, I do agree that I kind of like the connection between her and Zelda, too. I always, I didn't ever really think there was a huge tension. I think that Mifa was definitely insecure, about Link's time with Zelda, but I also think that she understands Zelda's feelings more than anyone. So she that's something that she was going to say before the Calamity attacked in Breath of the Wild, is she was going to tell Zelda, this is what I think about when I heal, when I use my power. But um, we didn't get that, so maybe we're kind of getting that now, and I, I appreciate that. Um, all right, well, let's keep it rolling and talk about uh. Daruk. No? Nothing? Okay. <laughs> let's let's talk about Daruk. Uh he he's my least favorite, I think, Al. Yeah, I would agree. I did him last just because I knew I knew. Yeah. And you know, it's uh it's it's too bad because like I do 
I do like Daruk, but he, I mean, he's just like horribly, painfully slow. And um, that's a negative, but I also, I don't think his magma attack is very, like, it's not very intuitive because you have to, like, you have to do a couple of regular attacks and then a strong attack. And like, maybe I just can't get the hang of how to, to get like the right magma to come up or whatever. But like, so once you have it there, then you have to make it explode with R. And like, I, I always feel like I put it there and then like forget about it or I don't know that it's there and needs to be exploded. Um, I feel like sometimes I try and summon magma and then instead I just do like the roll where like you charge up your roll holding X. Yeah. So yeah, he's, um, I don't know. He's, he's probably my least favorite so far. It's probably the speed more than anything. And it just, it feels like it just takes like forever to get anywhere with Daruk, even when he's rolling. So he, he is unfortunately my least favorite champion. And I, I kind of had a hunch he was going to be yours too. Yeah, I, I agree. He's slow. He, his, his move sets are really clunky. Like Druk's a fun character. He's a cool guy. He obviously cares about, um, you know, his friends and his people and all that kind of stuff. He's great. But, you know, as a fighter, he's clearly a Goron. And I just, Majora's Mask Goron works better than <laughs> playing as Daruk, if you know what I'm trying to say. It's just that, yeah, he takes forever to even get through his own combo set. It's just, it's slow, deliberate movements. And I'm over here button mashing because I'm used to playing as Revali or Link. And it's not working in time with what I'm used to. I don't like slowing down in this game. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, the faster and more fluid you can move, the better. And I feel like, like, Daruk is really good for close combat I feel like, but if it's, if it's in an open area, like forget about it. I actually, I did a side mission where it was like Rito training and you have to fight Rivali at the end. And so I'm fighting him with Daruk and it was as awful as that sounds. It's just like <laughs> Rivali was just literally flying circles around me. And it took me probably like 15 minutes to, to finally beat him just because Daruk was like so slow. Yeah. Yep, he's not he's not the best, which is sad because like all the it's really cool to see, uh, like get this highlight of all the characters and how great how they're supposed to be these like really great warriors, and he clearly is, but for his own fighting type that we're not really fond of. Yeah, like he's definitely brutal. Like when he fights, like he's he's destructive. He uh, he has a huge like hitbox area. Um, it's, yeah, I think it's just the movement that perhaps you and I aren't, aren't fans of with Daruk, but I don't know. I mean, that being said too, maybe we can get some more combos or something to open up his, his attacks a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you also just have to be more particular, like what stages you bring Daruk into. Cause like, like I said, if it's a, if it's a small close quartered area, that's where Daruk excels, I think. And he doesn't, um, he doesn't excel in like the big maps where you have to, to traverse a lot. I don't think. Yeah. So any, like, main Which is story fine. map. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, I, I liked his moment with Mifa. I thought that that was really nice between them. And I, I you know what? I, I like the fact, too, that he, like, respects Link so much. Um, it was uh, it was kind of a nice, funny scene where he's given Link the, the rock steak to yeah. eat. And uh, Link actually is just like, okay, well, I'm hungry. And he bites into it. I thought that that was a good moment between the two of them. 
Yeah. Um, he's, he's still a little bit like he's just a goof, right? And like, yeah. you know, you can't have all the champions be serious, but he he still feels the most like a caricature to me out of all of them. That Yeah, that's fair. I will say um, two things that I noticed. First, his, his voice acting is better in Age of Calamity than it was in Breath of the Wild. He sounds way better. And I think it's just because he sounds like he's talking normally. In Breath of the Wild, he like never took a pause to breathe in between his sentences, and it really bothered me. But also, I always thought that they knew each other, him and Link, like prior to this. I always thought that they were kind of, I, I don't know if that's something I'm misremembering, but when I read, like, when I read Daruk's diary in the Champions Ballad, it sounded like him and Link had spent time together before. So it just felt right. kind of weird where he was like, oh, yeah, I, I like you. I'm going to start calling you a little guy. And I was like, don't you already know him? Like, it was kind of weird. Hmm. I always thought that they, I the way I interpreted it was they had met through, through like, training or whatever, but... Um, yeah, you're also kind of working in this, like, this gray area with Age of Calamity where, like, we still don't know if this is going to be, like, if this was the events before Breath of the Wild, if it's something else. So I'm willing to cut, to cut him a little bit of slack. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, well, let's keep it going and let's talk about the last champion, uh, which is Urbosa. I, you know, actually, I'll, I'll let you take the lead on this one because I have some thoughts. Okay. Um, I did Urbosa second because I was super excited about her character just like I was with Rivali. And her getting there and like launching the Yiga story portion was pretty cool. Um, I do like playing as her. She's got some she's got some okay movesets. I think my favorite is like when you're able to use the electricity and you're using your powerful attack. She like kind of bounces around zapping people and I think that's really cool. But I found, like, I was super excited about using her in the first moment. And I was like, yeah, her boss is great. But I can't say that I've used her a lot since, aside from her side quest. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like Herbosa. I like playing as Herbosa. But I, I don't, I, I didn't, I don't like it as much as I thought I would. I thought I would absolutely love it. And I like her. And I think it's, it's the lightning thing. Like, she, um... Like, you have to charge, first of all, to get your lightning, and I feel like I'm always out. I feel like the, the drawback with Urbosa is when you use a strong attack with X, like, sometimes you just use your lightning attack, and, like, I feel like I don't want to use it at that moment, but because I've hit X and, you know, shot my lightning, it, it goes that way. So I, I feel like it would be a little bit better if maybe you could hold R and then, like, press R again to unleash the lightning instead of it being assigned to your your strong attack because there's been a bunch of times where i'm just like you know i feel like i just throw it away when i don't want to i also like it's kind of weird how you throw it away in like bursts of four sometimes instead of like the longer you charge it for the more powerful attack um and then sometimes you do like the uh like the thing where she shoots out the lightning and like you're just kind of spinning in that circle or whatever you know what i'm talking about yeah um which, which also, like, I feel like if that's a really powerful attack, like, if I charge my lightning gauge all the way up, I should just be able to do that, like, immediately. So, I don't know. Maybe it's, again, one of those things where, like, I feel like maybe I don't know how, like, it works with her. And, like, I just don't have a, a grasp on her control scheme or as well of a grasp as I need to in order to maximize her. 
But yeah, I, I don't love her as much as I was hoping I would because I mean, you know, Urbosa is like just a, an awesome character. Everybody loves Urbosa. So I was really, really hoping to like, you know, she was going to be the best champion of the bunch. I will say though that her, um, her like weak smash attack is just ridiculous. It's like devastating and it looks awesome. Um, do you mean like the A when you hit A and the yellow gauge is full? Is that what you mean by weak smash or? No, no, not, not that one. Actually, I think that her, her like A smash is actually kind of lackluster comparatively speaking. I mean like when you're fighting like a Moblin or like a boss enemy or something like that and you break the, uh, what is that? Like their shield or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And then you can. them. Yeah, and then you can do, like, the weak smash or whatever with X. Uh, okay, I, th- I feel like her Bosa's is awesome. You know what's funny is I disagree with you. I think her A is, like, awesome, and her weak smash is just weird. <laughs> she kind of okay. does, like, this right. spinny, this, like, spinny zap. She, sometimes she looks like a flamenco dancer to me, but she, like, does this spinny thing. <laughs> and, uh... Um, but I don't know. I just, I think her, I think her A attack is the one that's devastating because she like sends out this giant dome of electricity and it's awesome. But yeah. It looks cool, but I feel like it doesn't do much. Ah, I see what you're saying. Okay. I mostly use it to, uh, to stun the big, the big enemies, those A attacks. I use it to stun them so I can break their armor more. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. So I, you know what? I would say... It probably goes like this for me. I like playing as Mifa the most, and then Rivali, and then Urbosa, and then Daruk. Okay, that's fair enough. I like Rivali, Urbosa, Mifa, and Daruk. That's fair. Oh, and, and you know what? We didn't. We actually didn't even talk about before we move on from Urbosa. Um, we didn't even talk about her level where there's like the fake Urbosa who's yeah. actually Koga. I I loved that. I thought that that was really cool. Um, I I feel like we haven't seen much out of Urbosa yet. But hopefully that's coming. Yeah, I I did that like the the faker Bosa too. You could tell too that that was the direction they were going because she called her Princess Zelda, and then the yeah. real one called her Little Bird. And Zelda's like, okay, that's my that's the real Urbosa, <laughs> you know. And I I love Master Koga in this game. He's fantastic. So I can't wait until we start talking about him. Yeah, yeah, we might we might have to buckle in because we still got a lot left on the table here. Um, I just want to reiterate for anybody listening, if you are not caught up in Age of Calamity and you want to be completely spoiler free for playable characters, exit now. All right. That being said, let's talk about the next playable character. I totally called it. Hestu. Yes, Hestu. Hestu. First of all. Hestu has the absolute worst voice in the history of the world. <laughs> it <That's>... is horrible. <laughs> there are some times where I actually really like it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I get it though. Like it's really high pitched. It's really kind of squeaky and can get really grating. But I like when he talks, like when you do one of his little side missions and you give the materials away and he's like, I learned a thing. Or he does the da-na-na-na. I think that's so cute. I freaking love yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty cute. I mean, no shade to the voice actor who does <laughs> Hestu, by the way. And I'm not sure who that is. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's horrible. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. But I was I was really pleasantly surprised. Um, as soon as like... 
you saw Hestu in the Korok forest and like uh, you so you you start the mission off. It's like an escort mission, and you're and you're guiding him to get into like the inner sanctum where the great Deku tree is. Um, as soon as I could see his maracas kind of like fighting enemies, I was like, this guy is a playable character for sure. For I did sure. the same exact thing. I, as soon as I saw him bopping people, I was like, oh yes, when do I get to play as Hestu? Yeah, um, I, I thought that was a great level. Uh, I, I don't know. What do you think of playing as Hestu? I, I'm kind of like mixed because on one hand, he's like just he's even slower than Daruk. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, it's just like so goofy and ridiculous that it's kind of awesome. He has like this really bizarre moveset that doesn't make any sense. But I love summoning all the Koroks. But then like you dance and I'm still not sure what that does. But it's just like <laughs> absurd and I kind of love it. And then you're just you're throwing like treasure chests out of somewhere like i i don't know how to feel about has <laughs> i think that's the point of him like because i'm exactly the same i don't enjoy playing as has i just like watching him i guess like it's kind of if i could just watch somebody else play as has it'd be fantastic but as soon as it was funny as soon as i got to play as has i called my brother and i was like shack come here you have to see this because he really likes <laughs> he really likes breath of the wild and the hyrule warriors the og and he was yeah. like oh my god you're playing as Hester, and I was like, "Wait, wait for it. Watch." And you like summon all the Koroks, and <laughs> they're like jumping out and going yahaha everywhere. And he's like, "That is frightening. That is terrifying." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it was awesome. I love summoning the Koroks. As I soon as too. I got Hestu, as soon as I got him, I I remember texting you. I was like, "Where are you at in the story right now?" <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah. do. I think he's just yeah. He's goofy. He does. He like dances, and that's how he attacks. And he's doing like his little shakalaka everywhere, and it's like it's fantastic. But he's not good. <laughs> he's not a good I, warrior at all. Somebody out there listening to this, if you know what Hestu's dancing does in terms of defeating enemies, please tweet at me and let me know because <laughs> I don't understand. But it's so absurd and ridiculous that I I kind of love doing it. Yeah, it's great. I will. Apparently, I do- sometimes the enemies will dance with you. What? I didn't know that. I uh, yeah, I was I was scrolling the loading screen and it's like, yeah, sometimes enemies will start dancing with you. Oh my god. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I there was this one mission where I was really fed up with him and I I'm pretty sure it's still within chapter 3. And you have to fight a lot of key enemies like moblins and taluses and all that kind of stuff with Hestu but in a time limit. And I was not having that. It was awful. So I will say that I got fed up with him at that point. But he's still fantastic. Uh, I'm I'm happy that he's here. And I like, I feel I feel like that's right. And I feel like that was a good call because like, you know, we're looking and we have a Zora, we have a Gerudo, we have a Rito, we have a Goron. It like it made sense to me that we would also have a Korok. And so I think that he was the right choice, and um, I'm glad that he's in there, even though he like kind of sucks. But I feel like that's the point: is that he's kind of like he's kind of like the Kate Sith of the group, which I feel like is totally fine. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, the Divine Beasts here. And at this point, we've only got to experience uh, three of them, and I'm sure that Naboris is is coming along quickly, and I'm just not there yet. But um, let's start with uh, with Rodania. Um, and you know what? They all kind of control the same. So like, I, maybe we could even just like lump them all together, but I don't know. I, I love like just 
blowing up people and the divine beasts. I think it's like super awesome. All the destruction that you can cause with like the stomping or the, the elephant tusk. And like, uh, I, I'm having like a blast, uh, with these divine beasts. I saw that some people didn't like them. Some people do. So it seems like it's kind of a contentious issue. Um, where did you, where did you stand on them? I wouldn't say it's contentious for me. I just, I don't care for it. Like it's not, it's not a huge deal. I'm okay with doing it. It's just not my favorite thing in this game. I think it's really big and clunky. Like it's kind of cool to see that all the enemies jump up in the air when you hit them and you know you're killing by the thousands, but at the same time, it's like, it's just slow moving. I feel like I'm being attacked by Lynels or what have you, and I can't take them out. There's too many at once. I definitely failed the second uh, Ruta mission, like, at least three times. Um, and I, I do feel like they all move the same, but I think Rudania and Meadow move better than Ruta, in my opinion. But overall, yeah, Ruta it's... moves a little bit slower. Yeah, overall it's okay. It feels like bonus material to me, like optional bonus material, even though you kind of have to do it. Um, and I'm okay with that. It's just not my favorite thing about this game. Okay, I there's something about like the senseless destruction that I, I just <laughs> I'm all about that. It is it is challenging though to to like move in the divine beasts, but you know what? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's fair. Right, like they're these giant yeah. hulking things. So I, I think within the context of like the story, uh, that's fine with me. Um, but yeah, I man, I just love like just firing like the Godzilla laser and destroying like <laughs> the fifty-seven cool. taluses. Oh yeah. yeah, it's awesome. That part is cool. Um, I do like that part. Yeah, I, I can't wait to play as Naboris because that's the only one that I haven't piloted so far, and I feel like that one might even be my favorite. So uh, we'll probably as soon as we're done this, actually, I'm gonna go and hop in there. Um, all right, let's uh, let's quickly talk about some of the bosses and, and maybe just the characters in general that we've come across here. We could spend if there's any notes you want to talk about from the levels too, Al. We can we can dip into that. Um, I'll do this in, in order. Actually, I'll just pick one at random. Um, let's start off with the the Rito level and uh, and talk about that. I loved this one for the sole fact that like you just got to beat the snot out of Rivali at the end. <laughs> I thought that was so fantastic. Um, yeah, I agree. I this is what made me think that they're equals in in their fighting ways, like how they are, how what caliber they are, because there's that end moment. Where Rivali's like, you're really good, and he admits it, and then he's like, but I'm better. However, Link does mm -hmm. turn, and if nobody had stopped them, I think they would have killed each other, <laughs> like within yeah. the same second. I think that they're equal, and and that's what drives Rivali so mad about him is like he's like, I've never been an equal with anybody before, and it's driving me nuts. So yeah, I really that was, liked that. Was a that. Great moment. That was so cool. I really I liked it a lot. You know what was even better about that moment, too, is, like, you saw it in the trailer, and when it happened, it was still awesome. Yeah, yeah, that for sure. Because in the trailer, I was kind of confused. I thought it was a moment where they were working together, but, yeah, it was very clearly them fighting. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that that was a great level. Uh, I did feel bad beating up all the Rito, like, yeah. captains and soldiers and stuff, but I did not feel bad beating up Rivali. Uh, I, I thought that was fantastic. Um, I thought that... So you mentioned that you really liked Koga 
in this game. And uh, we fight Koga in Urbosa's level. And I will say that I, I think he was better yeah. than he was in Breath of the Wild, but he's still a big goofball. I did like that they introduced, like, like the straight man with Suga, who is, like, the, the number two, but, like, he's obviously, like, the the serious one, and, and Koga's kind of, like, this this weirdo goofball. Um, so I, I like that that he's in this game and I, I think that that dynamic works, but um, yeah, I, uh, that was a cool level. I liked fighting Koga and I think that his voice actor is like very fitting for the character. Yes. Like completely spot on. And he definitely does have a better fight. It, it felt very like official boss fight when you were fighting Koga and it's better than breath of the wild. He's still a complete goofball and he does all these dumb moves, but um, it, and it was, like, interesting to me to see Suga pop up and kind of save his ass, but, like, uh, it, <laughs> I was just, like, I was just, like, why is this big, tough, like, burly, serious dude in service to this idiot? <laughs> like, it was, it doesn't compute with me, so I kind of am interested to see Koga and Suga's story play out more, if it's going to. Um, we'll see, though. I, I'm, I, it's it's pretty interesting to me. I mean, he they've they've definitely tapped into like the the straight man like number two like one of them's comic relief, one of them is just always playing it with a stone face, and that's that's a trope that we see a lot in fiction. But I think that this is going to make Koga a lot better. Um, but also, I mean, it's also not going to be a good ending for our boy Suga, obviously, in this game because uh, he <laughs> ain't in Breath of the Wild. Poor so Suga. we will. We will see. Um, I hate to keep picking picking on my boy Daruk here, but I thought that the boss of his level was the weakest of all of the bosses, uh, where you just fight a flame Talus. Yeah, it was okay. Um, I I don't I don't think that Taluses are like fighting them in Hyrule Warriors to me feels a little bit off. Like it doesn't feel as um, I don't know. It, like to me, part of the thing about fighting Taluses was like climbing on top of them and like holding on for dear life and they're trying to throw you off and like you kind of get that fighting the taluses but not really because like you only have you know x amount of time to to jump up there and hit them um i I don't know something about the taluses didn't quite click with me in age of calamity as of yet so i i thought that this was the weakest fight so far Um, i also probably thought that his was the weakest level so far too and i i sorry to my boy daruk oh poor daruk his level is huge, though. It was, like, there was a lot to get through. Um, but I agree with the Talus, because, like, the Talus is my favorite monster to fight in Breath of the Wild. And it's something that I really enjoy. I kind of like doing all these different tricks with it and hitting all its weak points just to knock it down. And you kind of just have to wait for the Talus in Age of Calamity to have a weak point. And that's kind of frustrating yeah. when you can force it in Breath of the Wild. So you're just kind of waiting for it to bip-bop around, do its thing, and then you're like, okay, now I can attack it. You can attack it while it's doing its thing, but you're going to get hit. So, <laughs> it's not it's I, not I as just, it's not as fun. I felt like whenever I bombed its legs, like, it should be falling down and I should be able to climb on top of it, but that's not really how it works. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, he was my least favorite. I think that, um, maybe not my favorite, but I thought that when you were fighting the Lionel, that was really intimidating and really cool. It was a cool setting. Um, and you were saving baby Sidon. So I, I like this a lot. And uh, I've fought a couple Lionels now 
in my Breath of the Wild playthrough, but like there was something about just seeing one of these for the first time in, in any game, and it's just like, oh boy, like here we go. Now business is about to pick up. So I, I thought that this is a great boss fight. It was, it is, and it's pretty similar to Breath of the Wild, at least how I play, where I use the Flurry Rush a lot when I'm fighting Lionels, and so I mm-hmm. do that in Age of Calamity. And I like how one of its weak points is Link hopping up onto his back and attacking it, just like it is in Breath of the Wild. So it's that one at least stayed more true to the source material than the Talus fights. Yeah, that, that was so cool when, um, when Link hops on the back. So I was doing a side mission in Central Hyrule. I can't remember what it was called, but like, you have to defeat um, a bunch of enemies in like a really short time. And there's three phases. And the third phase is like you have to defeat like a flame moblin, a black moblin, and a blue moblin, and a lionel in like four minutes. And it took yeah. me like took me like ten tries and I finally did it yesterday. Actually, that's the last thing I did in Age of Calamity. And I felt very satisfied. And like the, uh, the final thing I saw was Link riding the lionel and like blowing it up. So I, yeah, that was super cool. Nice. Yeah, I did that one too, and I I appreciate that one. Um, it's definitely rough when you're trying to do them all at once, though. Oh my god! Um, you know what? We uh, we kind of glossed over him earlier. We did, I'm not really going in order here, but uh, you also fight Suga in this game at uh, at a later portion of the game. Uh, I thought that this was uh, this was pretty cool, but he. He really reminded me of just like a regular Yiga Blade Master. There wasn't a, a ton of big difference, I thought. Yeah, no, there wasn't. Uh, yeah, there really wasn't too much different that he did compared to a Blade Master. He probably just had more life, you know, more that you just health that you had to take down. He did have a couple right. like cool attacks where he, since he is using the dual swords instead of the one two-handed sword where his wing comes out like an x or like a shooting torpedo and that looks cool but otherwise it's just fighting another blade master yeah um i will say that when i was fighting suga this was the first time when i like finally put it together and it finally clicked that like the uh, the enemies in age of calamity like telegraph which runes you need to use in order to like stop them um i i don't know why i just i never like clicked it or i never put it together beforehand but he he did something and like the little stasis symbol came up and i was like maybe i should use stasis and i did and i was able to break his shield and like so i i was just like aha when i was fighting him and it made it made combat a lot easier after that so um, that's that's my impression this is like several levels into the game, Andy. Oh, this is like this is like the end of chapter two. I'm <laughs> I'm terrible at this game. If anyone has not put that together, I'm this really bad. This is fine. This is fine. But yeah, the <laughs> the using the runes does help a lot. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, okay. Well, let's talk about the last boss fight from the last level. Of course, Hestu leads us to uh, to the inner sanctum of the Lost Woods, and you know what's here—the Master Sword. Um, Link is, let's talk about that moment actually before we talk about Aster. Link picking up the sword. This is something that you were really looking forward to seeing. Yeah, I was. And I was kind of confused about the placement because I thought that Link had the Master Sword before Zelda Wing got the champions. But either way, I'm, I'm cool with it. It was just, it's such a cool moment because you could tell that he hears the spirit of the sword and he's like, oh, maybe that's mine you know <laughs> like i just think that's really cool and plus he's so desperate to save zelda in that moment 
And we know that pulling the sword from that pedestal in this particular storyline is painful because it takes all your hearts. That's why you need so many hearts to get it. So he's like in pain, but he's desperate. And then there's that cool moment where he's holding the sword and it goes to like his eye and he's facing off with Aster. And it's just like you could it's like Skyward Sword Link when you could just see the rage there. And I just thought that was so cool. I really I, I appreciated this moment a lot. I, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great moment. Um, it, it made sense in in the context of like Link picking up the sword. It, it made sense for us to see that moment happen. But like, I liked it because it wasn't like it, like we've seen Link pick up the sword before, and like he's already very much the hero at that point in the game or whatever. And this one was different enough where like he picked it up to defend Zelda in that moment, which I thought was really cool. And like, I also like that. Nobody thought that it was going to be Link, except for maybe Mifa and Daruk. And, like, he just, he kind of rose up and rose up. And, like, it made logical sense, but still, I think everybody was surprised by it. Uh, I thought, I don't know, I thought that it was cool that, like, they they were talking about, like, oh, we need to find this hero, we need to find this hero. And, like, he's literally right there under their nose. Uh, Rivali had just been talking some smack about he didn't know why Link was here. And now, like, this guy is the knight that seals the darkness away. I, I really loved this scene, actually. It was simple, but it was done really, really well. And uh, I really, like, I, I loved how you could tell immediately, like, the difference of the Master Sword in Link's hands. That's one of my critiques of, of Breath of the Wild, actually, is, like, the Master Sword kind of feels like any other weapon. But in this, like, you were you had just been fighting the Hollows, like, the dark versions of the champions, and they were, you know, they were kind of tough. And now, like, you just you just slash right through them in, in two hits or whatever. And it, it was awesome. I, I liked this. I really loved this whole scene, actually. Yeah, I, I do, too. And, I, you know, what's cool is that the Master Sword, you know, shoots the beam of light when you're at full yeah. health. Which is, like, always a nice touch. It took me forever to realize you could do that in Breath of the Wild. But, yeah, that, I, I was just like, yes, this is fantastic this is the master sword this is the moment i've been waiting for and and you know what's it i i was surprised that rivali didn't say anything <laughs> i was kind of waiting for him to like come in and be all like s say something you know snarky because he was yeah. talking all that smack just a bit ago but he, he didn't say anything and i was kind of disappointed i i don't know if that's gonna come up later i'm sure it will i'm sure i'm sure it must yeah i, I feel like the the tension between them isn't done yeah. But um yeah, this this is a great moment and then there is a pretty cool fight against Aster who is our uh, our mysterious cloaked man for for anybody that is some for some reason still listening to this that hasn't got to this point in the story yet. Uh, <laughs> our our mysterious masked man his name is Aster. What did they call him? They called him like a dark wizard or a dark prophet or something like a that. A dark seer? I I'm pretty sure the dark word seer. seer. Yeah. 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 Um so I mean like yeah, he looks he looks pretty menacing. We don't really know what his deal is yet. He had a pretty cool boss fight, though. He was teleporting around everywhere. He can summon... Obviously, he can summon Malice and controls Malice to a certain extent because he was summoning the uh, the Hollows, the, the corrupted versions of the champions, to fight by his side. So, you know what? I'm sure that there's people listening to this that have probably like finished Breath of, or, uh, Age of Calamity by now. But uh, for now, I'm still just like, who is this guy? Because... I'm I'm really really curious, and I I feel good, Allison, that we are going to see him as the reason that all of the guardians get taken over. And if that happens, I'm just I'm gonna be 
I'm going to be on cloud nine. I'm going to be so happy. Um, I agree. Cause uh, for, well, first of all, I, I think that Aster, like his character reminds me a lot of Sia from, uh, the original Hyrule Warriors. Thank goodness. Not like a lot like Sia. Cause I didn't really care for her, but the way he moves his particular powers with like the orbs and the dark hollows are kind of like the dark link that Sia uses in um, Hyrule Warriors. So, like, I kind of see the similarities there, but he does seem like a really interesting character. He's got a good voice actor. I don't know who it is, but they, they seem to fit him really well. And I don't know what his deal is yet, but he's got this little corrupted bbg and i think it's our bbg it's just that he's corrupted it and that and like you said this is probably a good indicator that um he's the one who corrupts the guardians it's like it's kind of cool because i like i'm thinking to myself like maybe there's two bbgs but then i'm also thinking to myself like maybe like this is some kind of different timeline or something where like this this BBG was always supposed to be evil, but the one that existed and traveled backwards through time is like good and has good intentions or something. I don't know, but I'm I'm like super curious to see where it goes. Uh, and and that's where this is where I left off is basically picking up the Master Sword and, and doing a few side quests. But uh, I'm really really enjoying everything that we've played so far. I think the story so far is clicking. Um, I'm pretty sure that there is going to be some big twists, some big turns. So you know we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out when we get to the end, but uh, for now, I'm, I'm really enjoying myself playing this game more than I, I thought that I might, to be honest. I Yeah, I 100% agree. I really like this game. I will say, though, like I said at the beginning, it's a lot. Like So I'm one of the people who does not continue the story until all the side stuff available is done. So, Me too. But the thing is that... I feel like with each level, more side stuff pops up, like, than before. So, like, the first one, you had, like, five. And the next one, you had, like, eight. And now there's 15. And I'm just like, oh, I'm kind of tired, <laughs> you know? I feel like I have Zelda Overload at the moment. So, I've, I, I've taken a, a kind of temporary break. I might get back into it today. But that's, that's the cool thing about a game like this is that I don't have to get it done in a day. You know, I could enjoy it for many weeks, which is really cool. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I feel that a lot, actually, because I like when you're in the levels, like at least for me, like it's so button mashy and intense. Like after I, I finish a level and I've been finishing them in average in about 30 minutes or so. Yeah, same. So after I'm done, I'm like, God, I need a, I need a break. Like my hands literally hurt from <laughs> from like m mashing buttons. And like, I feel like that makes me sound like 100 years old. But it's true. It's just like, uh, whatever, I need to to de-stress and like go and do some side quests or something so i i kind of like that there's all that different stuff or like you can get some of the bite-sized training levels um yeah actually one thing that i i really really appreciate and i thought was used really well is the the uh the sheikah sensor where yes. you can like just turn it on and uh it'll the game will direct you to like what levels have the materials you need to finish all the side quests it was like i i thought it was like a really impressive and clever way to to utilize that function from Breath of the Wild, but apply it to Age of Calamity, which is obviously a different type of game, but like the the essence of it is still true. So I I thought that that was uh, I thought that was quite clever actually. I I agree. I I like using using the Sheikah sensor, and I'll tell you this: it's the only time I've ever used the Sheikah sensor because I definitely didn't use it in Breath of the Wild. So nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think I used it to find some restless crickets. 
and maybe once. So <laughs> it's yeah, very it's already it's already better than Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I agree. Um, I will say one thing before we get out of here too, or two things actually that I just wanted to mention. I I don't understand weapon fusing at all, and I think it's because again, like I've said multiple times, I'm horrible at this game and this style of game. I don't get it. I I fuse my weapons together, and I don't really know. I don't really know what that what that does. If I'm being honest, um, it makes them more powerful. So bigger attack, uh, like hits. It also you can give them certain abilities if you merge them with other weapons that have certain abilities. Like, um, the the window for being able to get the perfect dodge is bigger, or something like that. More drops on the field from the enemies, that kind of thing. I definitely don't mix a lot of weapons. I just have one particular one, and I mix weapons in with it. But sometimes it can get expensive, so I just wind up selling most of my weapons. Because, I mean, your weapons don't break in this game, right? No, they don't break. You could just make it stronger so that when you're fighting a Bogoblin, instead of it taking seven you know, seven strikes, it takes two. You know what I mean? See, I've been, I've been really, like, worried to mix my my strongest weapon with like a weaker weapon so i don't i haven't been doing that maybe that's where i'm yeah I'm you want to like, you want to mix wrong. i i um i did like enhance my first sword with link quite a bit and then i merged it with the master sword and so now my master sword is already level nine because i had already i oh, had, wow. had i had had such a high level sword already oh geez all of my stuff is like level one okay <laughs> I'm, that, I'm gonna that's my project after we're done <laughs> Maybe um, watch a I, video I love, on how to do it efficiently. I could probably use a video on how to do it efficiently. Um, all right, one more thing that I do appreciate about this game too. You can literally just pay to level your characters up. I love that. I do too. Because, like, there's... I don't want to play as Daruk. I'm sorry. Like, I don't really want to. Yeah. Aside from the side missions, which I will do for the sake of finishing it and getting the materials that it comes with... I just want to be like, okay, I'm going to go level up Daruk. I'm going to go level up Zelda. And I make sure that they're kind of on par with the rest of my characters so that they stay that way throughout the rest of the game. But, yeah, so I 100% appreciate that too. And it's not like bring the bank level, you know, of rupees. It's pretty, pretty, like, it's a good amount. See, I I thought that it was going to be kind of like in Pokemon where you just leave your character there. And, like, the longer you leave them there, the more they level up. So I was really pleasantly surprised when it was just like, no, okay, just pay 200 rupees and he'll level up by like four levels. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I love that. So I, and I appreciate that feature because like you said, I don't want to play as Daruk (laughs) if I don't have to. Right. (laughs) Um, All right, Al, any, any like parting thoughts before we break for this week? Um, I don't know. I feel like I, I need to... I need to keep playing in order to understand how I feel about the rest of this game because it's definitely I'm definitely questioning some things about the story where I'm just like some things aren't adding up and I think it's just because BBG showed up so I'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yes. Well, uh, you guys will not have to wait long to hear our thoughts about the rest of Age of Calamity. We are going to be back with a full. Like, full-blown, full-done retrospective, not next week, but the week after. Um, we'll give you all of our thoughts on the story. We'll give you all of our thoughts on, you know, what whatever is unlockable. I think we'll probably be done by then, Hale. Hey, yeah, think? I think so. I think. Especially, and, I have uh, the next few days off. It's Thanksgiving. Woo! 
And if we're not done, then we'll just talk about what we've got up to. But uh, we have a we have a cool episode next week. We've got uh, Mikkel, the artist behind Zelda and Chill Two, who you you guys have definitely heard uh, some Zelda and Chill tunes on the intros and outros to this podcast before. Uh, he's going to be stopping by to talk to us about his new album coming out. So if you have any questions, uh, shoot it over to us over on Discord at Zelda Dungeon, the Champions Cast channel. Um, but yeah, that is going to uh, to do it. For this week, we have talked a lot of Age of Calamity. All I want to do is go back and play Age of Calamity. So that's exactly what I'm going to do, Allison. (laughs) Sounds good. Me too. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we're going to get out of here and uh, try and finish that game so we can can do a full spoiler cast for you in two weeks' time. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. We want you to check us out, of course, over on Twitter, at Spateri316 and at... Allison Aletha, and also check us out over on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, you know the drill, wherever you get your podcasts, go like, subscribe, recommend, and uh, we hope that you guys are all enjoying Age of Calamity, we want to know what you think, Uh, let us know over on Twitter, over on Discord, let's try and keep the spoilers to a minimum, but uh, soon enough we will be able to to talk everything, and uh, I'm looking forward to that, because there's so many questions that has been set up at the end of Chapter 2 and Chapter 3, that I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. So we Until will see. Then. Until then, take Bye care. Bye, guys.